0: Go to First Peter, go to the second chapter, and starting at the 19th verse, we'll end at the 25th. Let's read. It says, For this is thanks worthy. This is worthy of thanks. If a man of conscience toward God endures his grief, endures suffering. In suffering wrongfully, read. For what glory is it when you are buffeted for your own jacked up faults? And what, what good does it do if you just take your own mistakes patiently like it's God? It was your mistake, your disobedience. Hmm. What glory is it if when you are buffeted for your own jacked up faults that you shall take it patiently? But if when you do well, if you suffer when you do well and you suffer for it and take it patiently, this is what is acceptable to God. This is what God accepts. Hallelujah. For for even... Here unto were you called because Christ also suffered for us. So you will suffer. He suffered for us, leaving us an example. Hallelujah. That you should follow his steps. Come on. Now, who did not sin. He who did not sin. Follow the steps of Jesus who did not sin. Neither was guile found in his mouth. Who? Jesus, who when he was reviled, he didn't let his feelings come up. When he was reviled, he didn't get in his feelings and, 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 and clap back. Reviled, not again. He did not revile again. When he suffered He didn't threaten those who were doing him wrong. When he suffered, he threatened not, But he committed himself to God that judges righteously. Who his own self bear all of our sins in his own body on the tree. That we, that all of us, being dead... To our feelings and sin. Dead. To our adverse emotions. We. Being dead to sin. Should live. And to righteousness. By whose stripes. You were healed. Hallelujah. For you were as sheep. Going astray. But are now returned unto the shepherd and the bishop of your souls. So uh, that one last word, the bishop of your souls. Meaning God is not just the God of your spirit, but He is the He's got to be the God of your soul. Because your soul and spirit are two different things. Your soul gives you God consciousness. But your, no, I'm sorry, your spirit gives you God consciousness. Your spirit gives you God consciousness. For we are connected to him by our spirit. But your soul gives you self-consciousness. And you can't be trusted with your own soul. So God has got to become the bishop or the overseer of your emotions. I'm trying to get through to somebody. God has got to become the bishop and the overseer of your thoughts, your heart, your likes, your dislikes, your choices, your feelings. I don't hear anybody here. Now, this is an area where we struggle with because we are creatures that, 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 that are led by what we feel. We are led by what we feel, and that gets us into trouble. Ton, but the writer wrote in the book of Proverbs 3 and 5, he said, Trust in the Lord with all of your, I don't hear you, with all of your, and lean not to your feelings. Lead not to what you feel, to what you think, to what you want, to what you understand. Don't lean to your temporal understanding. Because the things of the spirit are things of God and they've got to be spiritually discerned. Spiritually discerned. I don't hear anybody here. And don't let your soul get in the way of what God is trying to do. Don't let your emotions interrupt the process of who God's trying to make you into. God is trying to form you into his image and our feelings get in the way. Because this this thing called our heart is jacked up. Our heart is jacked. I don't hear nobody here. I know, I may be getting on your nerves because I may be on your street, but that's okay. When I knock on your door, open it up. Open it up. Because if we are ever going to get this thing right, going into this next move, we got to get these feelings under the blood. We have got to give the reins of our heart over to God. And let him drive this thing. Let him drive. Look at your neighbor and say, let him drive. Because you're going to hit a brick wall. We hit brick walls when we try to do it ourselves. How many of you will admit that you've made your greatest mistakes doing what you thought you thought was best? How many will admit that you've jacked up and made the wrong choices out of your heart? Out of your heart. Your heart led you and it felt right. Oh my God. Your heart led you and you chose the wrong person. Oh my God. Your heart led you and it led you into a brick wall. Because your heart and your soul left unattended will take you into a place that will hurt you. Yes, it will. It will hurt you, hinder you, stop you. Your heart, you can't trust your heart. Your heart is sin. Your heart is sin impacted. Yeah. Your heart is impacted by sin. You were born in sin, shaped in iniquity. That means your heart is, is tainted. When you see somebody with a big mouth because their heart is tainted you see somebody with an arrogant spirit that's a heart their heart is tainted when you say i'm trying to help you out when you see somebody unbridled that's because their heart is jacked they don't want to just be mean but they've been broken amen amen They've been broke. Their heart led them into this. Their heart made them this way. Their heart told them, you got to defend yourself. Their heart told you, don't trust that one. Their heart told you, love that one. And God didn't, God's nowhere in the picture. You're making choices based on a jacked up heart. Amen. No, you gotta trust your heart. You've gotta trust your heart. You know, that's what, you know, wonderfully intended life coaches tell you. You've gotta trust your heart. You've gotta be, you gotta follow what's best for you. What? If that was that easy, we wouldn't be in the messed up situations that we're in. I'm talking to everybody in this room. We wouldn't be, if it was that easy as following our hearts, it wouldn't be a problem. But we did follow it and it led us into some ditches because we really believed that if I if I do this with all of my heart, it'll work. Oh my God, these feel good kind of messages that are absolutely a mess. You can't trust your heart. That's why when you deal with affairs of the heart, you need counsel. I think I love this one and I'm going to marry this one. You need counsel. Because your heart may have picked somebody who's not the right person. I know you all don't want to say nothing because I really am at your door. But the bottom line is we need counsel. Your heart needs counsel. It needs somebody to judge it. It needs something that will be a a litmus test, a measuring stick for it. It cannot function properly on its own. Now send your text and your emails to Perfecting Faith Church. Because I'm standing behind everything I'm saying as a creature who's experienced my heart taking me out of the will of God. Saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and my heart led me left. When God was pulling me right, I made some choices with my heart that was not right with my spirit. I'm going to use me for an example while y'all sit there acting like you don't know what I'm talking about. The truth of the matter is the heart can't be trusted. Help me some. Jeremiah said. Jeremiah 17 and 9. Jeremiah said. The heart. Is deceitful. Stop right there. Your heart. Will lie to you. Your heart will tell you. Something's good. When it's jacked. Your heart will tell you somebody is right when they're wrong. Your heart will deceive you. Pastor, this is not a positive, affirmative message today. No, it is a sobering message. Your heart will cheat you out of joy. Your heart will cheat you out of prosperity. Your heart will settle for something that's less than what God promised just because your heart don't want you involved in the work. Your feelings. Jeremiah said the heart is alive. Deceit, full. Full of deceit. And desperately. Listen to the adjectives. Desperately wicked. That word wicked. It is a word where we get our word wicker from. A wicker basket. There's a bamboo shoot that was straight. But through distortion, water distortion, it started to turn and twist. So your heart is desperately twisted. I know he ain't talking about me. Take your guard down. I'm at your door. Bring your dog in. I'm at your door. And desperately wicked. You think you know it? He said, who can really know it? Your heart changes like a chameleon. That's why our parents told us, don't tell me what you will never do. Never say what you will never do. Because your heart can make you do some things that you never would have thought you would do. Your heart can make you make choices that you never thought you would ever make. Your heart can cause you to walk outside of the parameters of everything that you've been taught. Your heart will make you give up your future. Give up your future for a pot of stew. yeah your heart will make you an Esau so your heart got to be controlled go back to Jeremiah 9 and 10 17 and 10 your heart has got to be under control Jeremiah 17 and 10 says but the Lord he tries He tries, the Lord searches the heart and he tries the reins. Meaning he grabs a hold of the reins and pulls that thing. He tries the reins. He pulls your heart into into control so your heart doesn't get away with you. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. He searches your heart and he tries the reins. He proves what's really in your heart. The word of God will prove what's in your heart. Y'all don't hear me. The word of God will give you the guidance that your heart is under control. The Lord searches the heart. He said, I, the Lord, search the heart. And I try the reins. I grabbed the reins and balanced this thing out. I I grabbed the reins and even to give every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. God wants to control and wants for us to control our feelings. Our feelings. God wants us to make commitments and decisions based on His word, not based on our will. Our will is governed by our feelings. Y'all, our will is governed by. Our feelings. We are faith walkers, not feeling walkers. Now, some people are walking by their feelings, and that leads them to doing things according to their own convenience. And nothing ever happens. You can't be successful based on your, your convenience. There's no successful person that did it by convenience. They did it by commitment. And whether they felt like it or not, they put their hand to the plow. Because they knew that they had to be consistent. I don't hear anybody. And they surrounded themselves with people who had the same mindset. Y'all don't hear me. I'm not hiring you just because you need a job. Everybody needs a job, huh? but I got to make sure that you fit. You got to have the same mind as I have. If I'm going to employ you, you got to think like me and catch the vision. Anything that is a part of this that is not a part of the vision can't coexist, it will be a division. No, no over here. If you don't function according to the visionary who is casting the vision based on what God gave, then you develop a separate vision. And there can't be two visions in the house. you can't work for a corporation and they've got a, a set a, a, a protocol and they've got a set assigned a job and task for you and you decide, I'm a, this is nice, but I'm going to do it this way. This is nice, but I'm going to do, do it this way. And if I feel like coming in, I'll come in. if not, I'll work from home. I know what the CEO said, but I don't function like that. I got to do this way. It is only a matter of time that your feelings are going to have you unemployed. It doesn't happen immediately because they give you time to either correct it or hang yourself. Um, but the truth of the matter is if you don't change that feeling and they're gonna change that position because we cannot do it according to our will. We are faith walkers and if you gonna walk with me you got to walk by faith because I'm doing this by faith. I don't have the capacity to do this on my own. And I don't want to take the responsibility of trying. My trust is in the Lord. And I do what he gives of me to do. And I need people alongside me that will follow what he said. How can two walk together if they don't be Agreed. Yeah, while one is walking in purpose, the other is walking in feelings, it won't work. And your feelings will get you left with more feelings that are bad. And when you function by your feelings and get discounted, then your feelings turns against the one moving forward. They think they something. Yeah, you don't know the real them. Mm-hmm. You don't know. See, they got favorites and picks and you. That's because your feelings are hurt because your feelings were wrong. I knew this wasn't going to get too many amens. When God gave me this text, I knew this was going to be a rough ride. We shouted all last week. Now let's be sober. Now, now let's be sober. This is a faith walk. A faith walk. And we that are in Christ must function by faith and not by feelings. I didn't feel like getting up this morning, exhausted by a whole week. I didn't feel like jumping up in the shower. I didn't feel like putting on no suit. I didn't feel like coming in here and struggling with a message. But faith says. Step over your feelings. And get into your purpose. Because there are people that are attached to your purpose. And your feelings keep them hindered and hurting. If you override your feelings, you'll find out that somebody will benefit by your sacrifice. I don't hear anybody. Your feelings hurt other people. Your your, your functioning in your feelings keeps other people from what God invested in you to give. Are you hearing me? There are people that are waiting for your faithfulness. But they can't get the best of you. Because of your feelings. So what you got to do. Is you got to look at this thing like Christ does. And say if it's possible. Praying in his feelings. If it be possible. Let. If it be possible. Let. This cup pass from me he's he's praying in his feelings he's praying in fear y'all don't hear me he's he's praying in nervousness because he knows what's up ahead of him so he's praying in his feelings father I know what we considered I know what we purposed And if it be possible, I'm in my feelings right now. If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. I know some of y'all looking at me a little strange. Are you saying Jesus was fearful? Don't you ever say that about my Christ. He was in the flesh and he was touched by every feeling y'all don't hear that he was touched by every feeling but he did not sin so he knows what the feelings are cause he experienced them himself but he taught us a lesson how to override our feelings if it be possible that this cup pass from me. But your faith has got to override your feelings. But nevertheless that's when you know that you're right. When you've got a nevertheless no matter what I'm feeling nevertheless no matter what I'm going through nevertheless nevertheless not my will not my feelings not my desire not my will but thy will be done we got to get Christians that have that nevertheless that have taken off the coat of feelings and put on the armor of faith for the Bible says that the just shall the just shall live by faith not by feelings by faith i wish i had somebody here you gotta take your feelings and lay aside every weight you gotta take your feelings and pull them down to obey christ you gotta take your feelings cheat you out of your inheritance don't let your feelings rob you of your destiny don't let your feelings interrupt your progress cast your feelings down hold your peace let the Lord fight your battles, hold your soul, silence your soul, silence your soul. Let God take control. If I'm talking to you, give God praise. We got to get our act together. we got to get our soul under the blood. Get our heart under the blood. Get our mind under the blood. Get our will under the blood and walk by faith and not by sight There you got it I hear you just received that in house and that. Oh, I walk in accordance to what I see but faith is not by what you see faith is by what God said and if you can't see it it doesn't matter if he said what's going on our faith keeps us moving forward our faith reminds us of what God said our faith will bring about what God's going to do somebody give God a shout in this room I gotta stop now somebody give God a shout gonna lead me to my destiny. Regardless to what I feel, my feelings are no longer included. I must work the works of Him who sent me while it is day. For the night comes when no man can work. I'm not gonna let my feelings stop me from my assignment. The call of God is too great. The purpose of God is too serious and I don't care how old I am. As long as I've got breath, I've got time, I've got purpose. I'm not going to let my feelings I want somebody who is throwing down your feelings today, and are not gonna live in your emotions any longer, to give God a shout that's faithful. Hey! Yes, God! That's right, that's right. That's right. That's right. Hold on the deal, shape. That's right. Let it all. in house and online our feelings have got to change oh, I, that I don't feel like they like me gotta change cause that's gonna hinder you and you're gonna remain stationary Because God's not going to use you. Like that. I feel like they got favoritism. You'll be stagnant. For God cannot use you. With those inner feelings. I don't feel like I've got to waste all my time in church. Then it will move on without you. For that feeling is not going to stop the mobility. It just means it will move on without you. spend too much time in church and they don't appreciate me enough those feelings are going to cause all your work to be in vain your feelings will cause your work to be nullified because whatever you do in word or deed you do it in his name you do it as unto him not for the approval of the man you do it as unto him see how our feelings cheat us out of our true inheritance and destiny there was a boy who felt like somebody say felt like he felt like he didn't need to function in his father's house anymore he felt like he didn't want to waste all this time in dad's house he felt like he could make it on his own called him prodigal and he went out on his feelings said dad give me my inheritance so I can squander it on my feelings dad said here's your inheritance and he took it and his feelings had him waste all of his inheritance and his time and he found himself destitute based on his feelings he found himself homeless homeless based on his feelings he found himself listless based on his feelings and he had to take on job feeding pigs which was against his Jewish custom he had to go into a place that was against his religious belief your feelings will take you into a place against what God taught you I know that for for truth. I experienced that. And then one day when he was considering eating the food that the pigs was eating because he had no money, no home, he had no life, he had no resources, and he had no food. And he was thinking about eating the slop from the pigs. You can be in sin for so long after salvation that you start to act like the very people and do the very things That they do. You will will eat that pig slap of drugs. And eat that pig slap of alcohol. Eat that pig slap of sex. Eat that. I don't hear anybody. That pig slap of fear. You who were once full of faith. Based on your feelings. But he looked at. And he came to himself. He came out of his feelings and went back into his faith. You got to come out of your feelings. And get back to your faith. Hear me online. Hear me PFC online. Because the father hasn't changed his plans about you. And he said I will arise. And I will go back to my father. even though my shame my feelings my shame my feelings my pride my feelings don't want me to but i'm gonna leave my feelings shame my feelings pride and i'm going to go back to my father you got to leave your feelings and go back he said I may not be able to be a son anymore but at least I can be a servant in my father's home and when he got back his father saw him coming afar off and he ran to meet him and he ran to meet him he ran to meet him and he gave him, he kissed his neck gave him his ring. He put on his robe. He said, kill the fatted calf and call a celebration because my son's come out of his feelings and come back to faith. Everyone's standing. I'm 10 minutes over time. Everyone's standing. Whew. I don't want to waste my inheritance and time fighting with feelings that should have been under the blood and washed away. I want to know what God said do what God commanded be who he's called me to be and if I must suffer I will suffer successfully God allows suffering just so that he can pull up your feelings he puts you back into that oven to draw the dross he puts you, turns the heat up so that the precious metal will boil. You are the precious metal. Will boil and all of the dross comes to the top as scum. Uh, Y'all don't hear me. And then the blacksmith will pull it out and he will peel the scum off. He'll take an apparatus and skim the scum off the top. And you think it's purified, but he puts it back into the fire. And it boils again the gold boils the gold boils and he'll take it back out and there'll be some residue of scum left because the impurities come to the top in the heat your trials bring the things that are inside you out and then he'll he'll skim the scum off again and he'll look at it and he'll do this until he can see his own reflection when the goldsmith can see his own reflection in the liquid gold he will he knows that it is ready now god will do this until he will see his reflection in you